Oh, hey everybody. Today we're gonna to learn a little bit about washing our hands. So we have a special guest with us today on the OK Guard Show. And he's gonna tell us some awesome tips and tricks to be able to help keep us safe during this kind of time of panic when people really just need to be focusing on personal hygiene. You gotta make sure I sing that song as I go. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday song twice. Gotta remember to wash my hands and also my thumbs and the back of my hands and make sure the water's warm because that kills all the germs and keeps me healthy. Welcome to a special edition of the OK Guard Show. My name is Staff Sergeant Brian Schroeder. Today we're going to be talking about protecting yourself uh, to ensure the overall health of the force of the Oklahoma National Guard. Um, with us, we have a very special guest. Please introduce yourself, sir, and, and tell us what you do. My name is uh, Major Drew Marr. I'm the full-time provider for the Oklahoma National Guard. Okay. And in that role as the full-time provider of the Oklahoma National Guard, what do you do? I know that may be a loaded question. It may be a lot of a lot of hats you wear. That, that, that's a loaded question. We do uh, work a lot with medical readiness, um, ensuring that the force is, is ready to deploy when needed. Uh, we also work with a lot of the boards. Um, part of what we do is a lot of counseling and talking with the soldiers to ensure they understand the processes, what the regulations are, what they need to do to be able to be retained in the, the military, okay. um, and what it takes on the other side if they go into the, the board process, what that process is with them. Okay. so. Today, um, let's not necessarily talk about boards and, and, and medical boards. Let's talk about some things that um, are in the news these days. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of what we're hearing is maybe some half-truths, maybe some misinformation, maybe some people are, are panicking a little bit on social media. Um, so let's try and see if we can squash some of those rumors. Let's see if we can kind of get down to the to the bare bones of, of exactly what's happening here. Okay. So um, talk to us real quick about a communicable disease. What What is a virus? What are like what do those things entail? How do they spread? Well, if you look at virus, different viruses spread in different manners. Um, the COVID-19 they're talking about right now and has everybody in a panic and a fear um, is spread person to person. It's spread by droplet. Um, so what do you mean by droplet? If you're coughing, um, when you cough, what comes out of your mouth, um, the water droplets and things like that, if you sneeze, um, they come out. If you're within a close proximity, you have the ability to actually inhale that. And at that point, you get inoculated with the virus. It doesn't mean you're going to get it, but you've been exposed to it. Okay. So I can't get it from drinking Corona beer? Uh, no. Unless okay. somebody who has it has taken a drink of your beer. And then you drink after them. Exactly. You're swapping those droplets from the saliva. You are. Okay. So since this originated in China, can I get this from eating Chinese food? No. Okay. <laughs> Unless the person who prepared it is infected. And sneezed in your food. Correct. In your food. Beyond that, the answer is no. Okay. Okay. I've heard these things um, just to make sure everybody's on the same page. Uh, so what, what are some signs and symptoms 
of, um, of the flu, just kind of the normal flu that we see every year? And how does that compare to signs and symptoms of what's being experienced globally? Usually most people, most people look at the flu and they think, well, it's, a, it, it's nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. That's not actually the flu. The flu is more of a sudden onset high fever, I have chills, I have body aches. Um, you feel like you got run over by a truck and you've got a high fever that goes with it. Um, with the coronavirus comes in early, um, you have no symptoms and then you get a high fever. Um, you get a cough, you have lower respiratory um, symptoms like a, a pneumonia um, as okay. compared to the flu where you don't have that with the flu. Okay, so it's, it's different types of types of feelings you, you said you don't you're not going to feel like you've been hit by a truck it's more mild compared when it, when, to when you first get flu. it um, when you first inoculated you don't realize you actually have it from the the interviews that I've seen that people say I felt fine up until one day and then bam I've got a fever of 103 but the flu also comes on just like that so at that point you have to figure out what you actually have do I have the flu or do I have something different and that's where the different tests when you go see your medical provider they'll do run the different tests run for flu A, flu B, or they'll run for the COVID-19 and see what comes up positive. Okay, uh, I've seen some some bits on the news where people who have, or they, have, they feel like they have symptoms, go to the hospital, they're automatically quarantined and they're put aside. If I'm scared that that's gonna happen to me, but I'm showing signs and symptoms, what should I do? That's totally a personal choice. Young, healthy people who have no comorbidities, they don't have diabetes, they don't have lung problems, they don't have um, respiratory issues, they can stay at home and self-quarantine. Unless something goes wrong, it's gonna run its course just like the flu will, and people are gonna get better. A lot of people don't go get seen because they think they just have the flu, and they actually have the COVID-19, and they recover just fine. Okay, so, because I've heard also if you are so if you have a fever, call your medical provider before you go to the emergency room, before you go to an urgent exactly. care. Would you recommend this? I would, because if you think you might have the COVID-19, you need to call and tell them, hey, I'm coming in. I think I might have this. And what they're going to do is take some extra precautions. When you come in, they're going to make sure that they segregate you from the other people in the waiting room, just so you don't have the ability to spread it to other people if you do have it. Okay. So if I'm going into the emergency room for an unrelated event, if I needed stitches or something like that, I cut myself. I should be comfortable going into that emergency room knowing that those people are gonna be separated. I won't have to sit next to somebody that may have this. That is true if those people called ahead and said, hey, I'm coming in. Okay. If not, you're gonna sit beside people who have the common cold, who have the flu, that could have COVID. We don't know. If I'm at work and I get a text message or a call that one of my coworkers aren't gonna be at work today because they feel like there's exhibiting or showing flu-like symptoms. Should I panic? No, it's no different than a common cold. If you were at work and somebody said, hey, I don't feel good, I'm staying home today, what would you do then? It's the same process. Unless we're worried, unless we have multiple people in the office, just like the flu, you get five, six, seven, eight people in the office or you get half a classroom full, then they're gonna cancel the school. They're gonna cut back on the essential personnel that we need, but it's no different than a common cold or the flu. We don't panic, we go for their daily activities. Let's talk a little bit about uh, prevention because I know I've seen pictures of people wearing water bottles over their head to protect themselves from getting this. I've, we've heard about masks and the shortages of masks. What's, what's, the, what's the skinny on that? Can you really use those masks to help 
prevent the spread of that disease or that illness? If, if you have the illness and you use the mask, what that mask is helping to do is helping to catch all those droplets from when you're coughing and sneezing to keep them from going into the air to help try to prevent other people from getting it. If you're healthy, you don't need to wear a mask okay. at all. They have different types of masks. They've actually got the, the little surgical masks, which yes. work just fine. Um, that helps you prevent them. They look at other masks. Let me look right here. It's actually called an N95 respirator. Those are the nice blue masks. Only people are going to wear those are first responders, people working in the hospital around people who are sick. Um, for us, they're not necessary because one, they need to be fitted properly uh, to work right, and two, they're really expensive. If we think we have it, we put on a general surgical mask, we try to separate ourselves and isolate ourselves from everybody else, and we help prevent it. The other things that you can do, um, number one is hand washing, but most people won't wash their hands correctly. So a lot of people get their hands wet, wash them for three seconds and dry them off. Doesn't do any good. You need to wash them for at least 20 to 30 seconds. Rule of thumb is to hum happy birthday twice. Um, okay. When you do it, you get your hands wet, you lather them up, get a good lather, um, hum, hum it real well, and you need to scrub them well. The places people miss, um, back the hands, people sometimes don't wash there between their fingers, and a lot of people miss their thumbs totally. They don't wash it whatsoever. Um, rinse it real well, then you want to dry them on a clean towel. Okay. So other things you can do to prevent it, uh, simple cleansers. Um, the Clorox cleansers they have out there, probably 95% of them will work just fine. You spray the surfaces, you wipe them down, you kill the germs. How often should I be wiping down surfaces? If you're using them, I do, I do it daily right now. Okay. So it won't hurt anything. It's going to keep it clean. Um, most of us live in a house that's sort of kind of clean. Most people don't wipe down their surfaces with a, a Clorox or a cleanser every day. They do it about once a week. So going back to hand washing, um, what about hand sanitizer? Does that replace hand washing? No, actually hand washing works better than a hand sanitizer. Um, if you're gonna use a hand sanitizer when you don't have um, the ability to wash your hands, it should at least be between 60 and 70% alcohol. Okay. Um, put a liberal amount on, rub them just like you would you wash your hands in between your fingers, make sure you get your thumbs, the back of your hands, and let them air dry. So I've heard too that because there is so much just I, alcohol in a hand sanitizer, if you're using it constantly, it'll dry your hands out, create cracks, and then that's more in points that an infection could get in. Is alcohol, that true? Alcohol will dry your hands and cause them to crack, but if you use some lotion on your hands, you'll be fine. Okay, so it's sounding like if we use common sense and let common sense drive our decision-making rather than fear and chaos drive our decision-making, we're going to make a more informed and more logical decision. Very much so. Okay. Right now, the public has a lot of fear going. If you look, you go to Walmart right now, there's no toilet paper on the shelves. So is that because the virus is causing some type of abdominal distress? Not or? at all. It's plain fear. Where it comes from, I have no idea. It's not causing a GI issue. I've seen people walk out of Walmart with more toilet paper they can use in an entire year in their cart. <laughs> and it's just based out of fear. Wow. Okay. So once this is all past us, there's going to be a lot of uh, houses that are going to end up toilet papered because of the excess toilet paper that people have in their homes. Yes, there are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Okay. So what else can we do to help protect ourselves and others from the spread of not just the coronavirus, but just having good personal hygiene techniques in our daily lives? We need to take a shower and wash at least once a day. 
Um, we need to make sure we're wearing our clean clothes. Uh, if you're sick, once you're done being sick, replace all your bedding. Um, wash it, disinfect it with the laundry soap and whatever else you can in, in the washer. There's different products you can use. Um, ensure that, say with any virus, if you're brushing your teeth, you have strep or whatever, I replace my toothbrush. Um, because a lot of the virus and stuff sheds and the stuff comes out of your mouth. Sure. So it, it's a simple 99 cent fix, you get a new toothbrush. Um, make sure you clean daily if you're sick. It, it's, it's simple things, it's, it's doorknobs. Um, it's surfaces you touch all the time. Um, how many kids you see in school wipe their nose, go to the door and turn it? It's the same thing with pink eye. Conjunctivitis, they rub their eye, they touch a surface, another kid touches it, and then the entire class has it. Back to what you said, it's common sense, hand washing. If you're sick, separate yourself from people. If you're sick, don't go to work. Um, if you're at home, you try to isolate yourself a little bit from the rest of the family so they don't get it. You don't go over and cough on everything and sit in everybody's chair and touch everything. Oh, I'm, you're not supposed to do that. Okay. No. Okay. The other good thing is once you wash your hands, if you sneeze into a Kleenex, use hand sanitizer or wash them again. If you're going to sneeze, use your elbow. Um, don't touch your mouth. Don't touch your eyes. Too many people chew on their fingernails. They rub their eyes all the time. You're just going to reinfect. Okay. So uh, what about eating habits? How can eating fresh fruits and vegetables help your immune system? Fresh fruits, lean meats, um, a lot of water. Those are healthy nutrients to go into. If you stay away from the fast foods, the fried foods, the ho-hos, the ding-dongs, all the stuff that tastes really good, those things don't have a whole lot of nutritional value. The more nutrition you can put in your body, the healthier you're going to be and the better your ability of your immune system to fight off any illnesses that we have. Are there things that we should be avoiding, smoking, alcohol, anything like that? Does that lower the immune system? It does. Both of those actually do. Um, the other problem with smoking is if you have any inherent lung issues, it's just going to make those worse. And again, the people who have issues with this virus are people that are older. and People have issues such as lung disease, diabetes, and things like that. So stay as healthy as you can. If you're smoking, my, my thing would be cut back. It's going to be just like any other illness. Most people who get sick with upper respiratory, they quit smoking or try to while they're sick. From the Oklahoma National Guard standpoint, what are we doing as a fighting force to help not only protect our force, but the communities that, that we volunteer to protect? For the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of meetings. There's been a lot of conference calls. Um, a lot of information has been flowing out from um, Big Arby down through a National Guard Bureau. Um, coming into our leadership, I get emails and stuff all the time. Um, updates. How do we make sure we prevent what's going on? How do we protect the force? Um, what will our responsibilities and things, what could they be if something happens in the state? So the state's already ahead of the curve. They're working very hard on planning um, and ensuring that we're in the best posture we can um, to ensure effective uh, care of the force. Is there anything else you'd like to add or any no, piece you'd like to bring to, to our listeners? The sir? biggest thing is, is, is use common sense. A lot of people spend too much time on social media. There's a lot of fear and a lot of false news that is actually out there that's fueling this people being scared. Um, the biggest thing is, is it going to happen? It's already here and it's okay. Last year estimated 647,000 people hospitalized with the flu. Estimated 62,000 people died. We're not even close to that. Everybody so, needs to take a deep breath, relax and go on with their life. Okay. 
All right. Well, we appreciate you coming by today, sir. Thank you. I'm washing my hands. Gotta get my hands clean. Gotta wash them between my fingers. And I gotta sing this song for us. The OK Guard Show is produced by the Oklahoma National Guard Public Affairs Office. Any mention of products or brands does not imply endorsement. All guests on the show are volunteers in an effort to inform and educate members of the Oklahoma National Guard, their families, retirees, potential recruits, and the community.